When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, six-foot-five frame. Needing every bit of it. Oh, Hartman's still going inside the 10, and he is in for the touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to review the All-22 of Miko Hardman, the Jets' newest wide receiver. They had signed Alan Lazard earlier in the offseason. Now Mecole Hardman comes in. And so to talk about his All-22 film, which he reviewed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet, the thunder from down under, Mr. Luke Grant. Luke, what's up, brother? I'm doing pretty well, thanks, Scott. Um, I like the signing. I think it's a very team-friendly deal. I think it's got guaranteed 2.5 mil, a max of 6.5 with some incentives and some backloaded years and and void years. So I think this is a move that can help us. Uh, it's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but the more offensive talent this team can get, the better. And McCole Hardman definitely fits that bill. One thing that we know the Jets value in their system, and really every team values in the modern NFL, is speed. And before we get into anything else, McCole Hardman has a ton of speed. This guy is ultra fast, right? He's just blistering. I mean, he's the definition of a 4-3 guy. I'm going to assume, maybe I shouldn't, but that he's also going to return punts. So you're going to get an upgrade there, possibly off Berrios, because you're going to see that blistering speed in the open field. And for Nathaniel Hackett, his job with Hardman is going to be, how can I get him the ball in areas and in open space where we can utilize that speed, whether it's vertically down the field, whether it's east or west, how can we incorporate the speed of McCall Hardman Jr.? Because Garrett Wilson's not a burner as such. 
Uh, obviously, Corey Davis may or may not be here, but he's not that type of receiver. Alan Lazard's kind of a 4-5 guy. So Hardman definitely brings a unique skill set that this team doesn't have on offense. And I think he really molds this receiving group, rounds this receiving group out really well. One thing that a lot of people talked about with Elijah Moore and Braxton Berrios is that Elijah Moore didn't get enough manufactured touches and Braxton Berrios got too many. I think Michael Hardman is probably going to be the guy that takes the spot that many thought should have been Elijah Moore's and that shouldn't have been Braxton Berrios's. They're going to do everything they can to get the ball in his hands as much as they can, as you said. And so let's talk about the various scenarios where they could do that. And the first thing that comes to mind is that in a lot of situations, he really can act like a running back and be explosive with plays out of the backfield and just short yardage situations. Can you talk a little bit about how the Chiefs used him in that regard and how the Jets could do the same? I mean, I wish more than anything, Scott, that Andy Reid was coming with him with some of these design packages. He's not. But look, Hardman Jr. on jet sweeps and those type of looks where he can literally be a running back and just get him in almost a punt return situation. He is just so dynamic. He has the second highest yards after the catch in the NFL after Debo Samuel over the last three years. So he is excellent in that regard. It's about getting him the right looks on screens and these design touches that, yes, we've screamed and argued about whether they should go to Elijah Moore or Braxton Berrios. The good news is you're getting him in the hands now of a guy who's better than both of them in these situations. I'm not saying he's a better player than Elijah Moore, but I'm saying when you're looking for these packages, he can do damage. Hackett's going to use... Nicole Hardman Jr. to stretch the field from sideline to sideline. This is a West Coast system. And if you look at the last three games that Hardman played in 2022 before he got hurt and really had his first injury of his career, Scott, he scored five touchdowns in his last three games, and that include a hat trick against the San Francisco 49ers. Not a bad defense. Two of those came on end around jet sweep looks, and the other one came on um, a little pop pass off a very similar motion. So the script is right there. And look, to his credit, McCall Hardman came out when he signed and he said to Ian Rappaport, guess what, I'm more than just a gadget receiver. And that's true. There's other aspects of his game too. But if he gets this right, this is going to help the Jets in the red zone so much. Because what were they? The 28th rated uh, red zone offense last year, getting Aaron Rodgers helps. But having a guy who can actually have these explosive plays and take them into the end zone is going to be enormous. And that's going to be McCole Hardman's role in this offense. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, can you talk a little bit more about McCall Hardman in the red zone? The thing he's going to do is be in motion a ton. 
Almost 70% of his touches, Scott, were on the back of motion last year, which means jet sweep, orbit motion. You want to get him mismatches. And for some players, that means bringing a big body in the slot. But for hard minutes, getting off coverage. Because if you get the cornerback seven to eight yards off the line of scrimmage, and he has that speed and quite good change of direction skills, you can do anything you like with McCall Hardman. So Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy did a great job of using him in motion to get him clean releases off the line of scrimmage, because you're not just going to line him up and say, go get it. And they'd bring him in motion and there'd be a jet sweep. You mentioned him being a running back, Scott. There are multiple times and multiple snaps this year that McCall Hardman Jr. literally lined up in the backfield next to Patrick Mahomes, like Debo does in San Francisco. He scored a touchdown like that against the Tennessee Titans. They got him one-on-one in space against a safety. Think about how often McCall Hardman Jr. is going to win that matchup in the red zone if he's isolated in man coverage in 20 yards of space against a safety. They're the looks you can create because of McCall Hardman's speed, his versatility, and his ability to be that chess piece. Now, this is my favorite stat when I was digging up McCall Hardman Jr. numbers, Scott. In 2022, he scored a touchdown on 21% of his total touches in the regular season. One in every five times McCall Hardman touched the ball, he scored a touchdown. And yes, it's a smaller sample size. He only played eight games, but that's the dynamism that he has. And that's the impact he can have in the red zone for Hackett, for Rodgers and the rest of the offensive crew. Luke, let's talk a little bit about yards after the catch, because as you said, he's been one of the best in the league in that area. I'm not saying that he's going to be the Debo Samuel of the Jets. That would be ridiculous, but he could bring that type of element to the offense if he's used properly. Talk a little bit more about what he can do with the ball in his hands after the catch. There's two ways you can make people miss in open space, Scott, when you get into the second level or to the safeties. The first one is with burning speed. And if you're quick enough, you can make people have a take bad angles to the football because they just cannot anticipate how quickly you're going to get from point A to point B. That's how McCall Hardman is going to force the majority of his missed tackles. But in saying that, he's kind of built like a running back. He's got quite nice lower body strength. So his change of direction is quite good. He can break arm tackles. He has some of that too. So if you combine both of those things plus the biggest thing, which is vision. Because if you can see where a player is going to be and then you can navigate your way around that, that's going to help you break tackles and uh, enforce those missed tackles. So they're kind of the the triple threat skills that McCall Hardman has that makes him a threat after the catch. It's the speed, it's the change of direction skills and power, and it's the punt return vision. But all of that's for nothing, Scott, if the offense doesn't do a good job catering around his skill set. You can't just line him up in the slot and ask him to run routes. You need to have these packages. You need to make a concerted effort to get him design touches. As I said, and I'm going to say throughout this podcast, it's the jet sweeps. It's the pop passes. It's the screens. It's all of those creative ways that you can create mismatches and get a guy in space. If they do that, Nicole Hardman will, as you said, he's not going to be Debo Samuel, but there's a reason he's number two in that category in the NFL. It's not by accident. It's not by chance. He's very effective after the catch. He's got dynamic skills, and the Jets are going to need that in their offense. Luke, you talked before about how Miko Hardman is different than the other receivers the Jets have in terms of the speed he brings, but ultimately it's a matter of finding a way to use everybody to the best of their ability and complement each other in this wide receiving core. Talk a little bit about 
how Miko Hardman fits with the other receivers that the Jets have, namely Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, and even Corey Davis to this point since he's here at the moment. Yeah, I think the good thing is McCall Hardman's used to playing inside and outside, but he's played in an offense with Travis Kelsey and with Tyreek Hill, and he's used to not being the focal point. And that may be a weird thing to bring up, but you need guys who are okay with being role players in an offense. He's not going to get upset because Garrett Wilson's getting 10 targets a game and he's getting his four touches. He's going to bring balance that way. And I think that's something that's underrated sometimes. You can't have 16 alphas. I'm not saying he's not an alpha personality, but you can't have 16 wide receiver one, tight end one, running back one. It just doesn't work in the group. As far as his skill set, it is the speed, but it's the ability to play inside. Because right now, Garrett Wilson's going to primarily be on the outside. So's Corey Davis if he's here. Alan Lazard, as I mentioned in the podcast, looking at his film, was inside 40% of the time. But he's still, McCall Harbin, this is, will give you another option on the inside, playing in the slot. If he's playing in the slot, that means he's off the line of scrimmage. That means it's easy to put him in motion. So I think it just balances it out very well. And people have said, if McCall Hardman Jr. was on the field instead of Braxton Berrios in the Minnesota game, there's no way the Jets don't win that football game. He's going to bring a nice skill set. He's probably going to return punts as well. So I just think, yeah, when you look at a guy like Alan Lazard, he will stretch the field vertically, Scott. He wants to run north-south and get down the field. Corey Davis, very similar thing. You may think of him as a possession receiver, but he likes to run dig routes and he likes to run go balls. He did it really well against the Tennessee Titans uh, about 18 months ago. They don't really have that east to west threat, and that's important in the West Coast offense. Bill Walsh was all about creating a scheme that didn't just stretch you down the field, but it stretched you to every inch from sideline to sideline, and Hardman's going to help in that regard, and that's why I think he's such a nice fit here. We should talk about some of the weaknesses here, Luke, and one of them is that you do not want him facing press man, which is unfortunate because that is what most of the cornerbacks in the AFC East play, but as you said, Luke, if they're smart about it, they'll keep him away from that, they'll play to his strengths, which we've talked about. However, that's not any way they ever want to use him. They do not want him in a situation where he can get pressed. Exactly. They're not going to line him up at the X and say, you know what, McCall, go get him. You're our guy. Go and beat Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Tredavious White, one-on-one, and just cook him off the line of scrimmage and you go to work against this man coverage. Nathaniel Hackett's smart. He's played, sorry, he's coached these types of players. Even looking at a guy like Randall Cobb, he doesn't have the explosion of Mikko Hardman Jr. But how often have we seen number 88 in the backfield next to Rodgers, in the slot, in motion, getting free releases? There's ways to do it. Rodgers and Hackett are both very well-versed. But you're right. Being a traditional stationary receiver without motion, running routes, getting off the line of scrimmage against press is not McCall Hardman's game. It's never going to be his game. But there are ways you can still get him those free releases, as I mentioned. You can put him in motion, corners off the line of scrimmage suddenly because you've brought him from the left-hand slot across the formation, and you can get him to run a speed out, or you can get him to run a dig. And there's different things you can do out of those motions and hide which routes he's going to run and kind of give him some assistance in that area. So, yeah, it's never going to be a strength of his game, but I would be very upset if the Jets were going to put him in that position. They need to understand this is a guy, and look, I'm not trying to downplay his talents by any means, but this is a guy who should be getting 10 to 15 passing reps a game, has a very carved out role. You know what he brings. The the defense is worried about what he brings, and that's why McCole Hardman fits into the offense. Luke, another thing that's not exactly one of the strengths of McCole Hardman's game 
is his route running overall. As you said, the Jets are going to want to get him in free releases, out in space, utilize his speed, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to be trusted to run any kind of complex routes. That's not what he does. No, it's not. I mean, he he's a go-and-make-a-play-in-space type of player, and they are valuable in the NFL, but there's a reason that he's getting $6 million max a year and he's not getting wide receiver one money. And it's because he isn't going to run those complex routes. He wasn't asked to win Kansas City. He didn't really do a ton of it at Georgia in college. He was given the ball in space and was allowed to make football plays. And that's what he's going to have to do here. You're not going to see him, you know, being asked to be a part of these timing concepts where you have to run 16 steps and then run a deep out from the slot. And we're trying to run a sale concept and we need this. He, he's just not that kind of player. And I'm not saying he can't. The evidence is overwhelming that he hasn't been asked to by some really smart offensive minds in Kansas City. So there's probably other areas of his game you should be tailing it around and, and to. So you're not going to see that from McCall Hardman Jr. He isn't the polished route runner like a Garrett Wilson cooking man coverage. He's just not that guy. Yeah, he's got some of the same skill set as Garrett, but he just doesn't have the polish in the route running, the control in and out of breaks and the execution. That's not what you're going to see from McCall Hardman Jr. That's okay because, as I said, the Jets need to create a package for him. They need to be creative in how they utilize him and, again, working to their strengths. This is the great thing about wide receivers, Scott. If you're a tackle and you have a weakness and your weakness is pass pro, you can't take him off the field or hide that weakness other than chipping a tight end. For a wide receiver, you can be positive about someone with half a skill set or that has some glaring weaknesses because you can tailor a role around them. And that's what good coordinators do. That's what good coaches do. And that's why wide receivers don't have to be as versatile as a guy like a tackle or a corner. On the subject of creating packages for me, Cole Hardman, can you get a little bit more specific about what you'd expect the Jets to do, what they're going to create for him in this offense? Yeah, I think it's going to be a combination of putting him in the backfield with Brees Hall. And we're going to run a uh, kind of dual, dual running back type look, and you're going to use him in motion. Maybe you bring him, send him out, then you bring him in orbit motion, which means he returns back around the quarterback to, and the running back to the other side of the formation. You're going to see jet sweeps. You're going to see shovel passes. You're going to see a ton of screen looks for him. It's all about, and I know I sound repetitive, but getting him the ball in space so we can use those punt returner-esque skills. So when he's in the red zone, if there's someone flashing across your screen in motion, there's a good chance that 60% of the time that's going to be McCall Hardman Jr. Because he's going to be in the slot, because he's going to be in the backfield, because he's going to be in positions where he can move from side to side. Because remember, if you're on the line of scrimmage, Someone has to replace you there before you can step back and go in motion. You can't just be up on the line of scrimmage next to the tackle and go into motion. So he's always going to have that availability and that ability. And you're going to see them using motion to stretch the field horizontally. It's the best way I can describe it. By using the jet sweep motion and the touch passes, you're going to force linebackers to stretch. That's going to open up holes for Brees Hall in the middle um, in the running game. It's going to allow Aaron Rodgers to throw in between those gaps to Garrett Wilson on a slant route. They're going to use Hardman as someone to just use that width and to draw the defense wider and wider in the red zone. And then occasionally, McCall Hardman will run a route. He's going to be in the backfield. Maybe he'll get a handoff. But you're going to see a lot of unique looks. And I think that's going to be good for Hackett because it's going to force him into his bag a little bit deeper to not be too uh, mundane in the red zone. And that's going to help the Jets and Aaron Rodgers overall. 
You talked before about the fact that Miko Hardman can handle the returns and how dangerous he can be. Can you go into a little bit more detail about why he's so dangerous as a return man? Again, we expect him to be the primary returner. We talked about how anytime he gets the ball in his hands, he's dangerous. But on returns especially, if he can get the ball and get a little bit of space in Brant Boyer's system, he should be able to do some real damage, right? Correct. The whole thing with punt returning and even kickoff returns to a lesser extent is breaking the first tackle and then utilizing speed to attack seams. I've just talked about it. McCall Hardman has all the skills you need to break tackles and then to get himself in open space. And once he does from there, it's over. We've seen past off season, sorry, post seasons where McCall Hardman Jr. has had a big punt return when they've needed something for the Chiefs. And I anticipate that being the case. I think Berrios took a large step back last year in this regards. He was an all-pro two years ago. Last year, catching too many punts inside the 10, unable to break the first contact. He didn't have that wiggle in space. I think Harbin's going to be a bit of a stronger body. I think Harbin's got the home run hitting ability that Berrios did have. Let's give him credit. He had some big returns two years ago. But the vision of Hardman is more impressive. And I think the short, um, short change of direction uh, skills like you see from a three cone or a short shuttle in the combine at the moment they're the drills that hardman aced because he's got really nice change of direction skills so that's what's going to allow him to be a good punt returner um brent boyer is one of the best coordinators uh, special team coordinators in the game he's going to give him some good looks it's going to be about executing for hardman and i feel confident he'll do it because he's got the vision he's got the physical skill sets and i think he'll bring a uh, a dynamism to to the special teams unit for the jets which definitely took a step back last year McCall Hardman should bring some explosiveness to the Jets receiving core, but he's not going to help much as a blocker, right? Because we know Corey Davis is a very good blocker. We talked on the Alan Lazard show about how he's a willing blocker. Wouldn't expect to see much in the way of usefulness in that regard from McCall Hardman, would you? No, I'm not saying he doesn't try or anything, but he's, he's just not going to be a natural blocker at his size. In saying that, the Jets aren't going to use Hardman in many 12 or 21 personnel. That's when they have two receivers on the field. You're going to have your Lazard and your Garrett Wilson or your Davis and your Lazard or whatever that combination is. So out of those traditional running packages, he's just often not going to be on the field, Scott. Yes, Nathaniel Hackett did like to run the ball out of 11 personnel in Green Bay at times, that kind of the Sean McVay vibe. Um, but look, the Jets have tight end options with Conklin and with Uzama. So I don't think he'll have much of an opportunity when he's on the field. It's mostly going to be as a receiving gadget threat. Luke, anything else worth discussing about Miko Hardman that we haven't touched on yet? Not really. I don't know a ton about the personality of the player. Uh, sorry, as a person. We've obviously touched on his skill set. I think there's a trend emerging from Joe Douglas in free agency, though. He likes winners. He got uh, Tomlinson, uh, who has won a ton of football games in San Francisco and played next to Trent Williams. CJ Uzama turned or helped transform that Bengals locker room into a Super Bowl caliber team. And he was a big leader in that locker room. McCall Hardman Jr. has been to multiple Super Bowls, has played with Kelsey and Hill and Schwartz and Mahomes and all these excellent leaders and players and characters. So he, he clearly likes winners and he's trying to transform this locker room by bringing in people who have been around success. And McCall Hardman has, he went to Georgia and then went straight to Kansas city. It doesn't get any better than that. So the jets are getting a winner. Fingers crossed. He can shake off the health issues from last year. He doesn't have health worries. He's a guy who had played every single game in the NFL on his first contract until last season. I, I think we can expect he'll be fine and I'm excited to see what he brings. 
Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the newest Jets wide receiver with me, Mecole Hardman, who came in from the Kansas City Chiefs. Should bring some explosiveness to this offense. Will be a lot of fun to watch. Really looking forward to it. You've got a great breakdown of Miko Hardman and his All-22 on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Talk about that and everything else that we've got up on our YouTube channel and what's coming in the not-so-distant future. Yeah, I caught the McCall Hardman video um, that he's a red zone monster, I think is what I said. Scored six touchdowns in eight games last year. Really emphasized that. All the things we talked about with his uh, deployment and how he was utilized in Kansas City. You mentioned the video up on Alan Lazard. There's going to be one up on Chuck, uh, the, the Jets' new safety, um, and seeing what Chuck Clark can bring as a box safety in New York. But lots and lots of draft content coming, Scott. There's already videos up on Broderick Jones. Um, there's one coming on Paris Johnson, uh, right the tackle out of Tennessee. Uh, there's going to be stuff coming on Jackson Smith and Jigba, who we both absolutely love. So many draft videos, 10-minute breakdowns. You're going to love it. Make sure you subscribe uh, and keep supporting the channel. Make sure that you check out everything we're doing over on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.